بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين It's related from the son of Imam Ahmad رحمه الله عبد الله that one time his father had mentioned to him so this is in reference to Imam Ahmad telling his son and his son is later relating this that one day Imam Ahmad he told his son that in his dream the night before, he asked Allah, which deed is best for coming closer to you? And Allah Azza wa Jal responded to him and said, reading, reciting the Qur'an. And Imam Ahmad asked, with understanding or without understanding? And Allah responded to him, with understanding or without understanding? So this clearly emphasizes the value of connecting with the Qur'an, reading the Qur'an, reciting the Qur'an, and everything else in connection with that. But look at the attitude of Imam Ahmad. Imam Abu Hanifa is known as Imam Al-A'zam, the greatest Imam. Imam Malik is known as the Imam of Medina. Imam al-Shafi'i is known as the Imam of Quraysh because he was Muttalibi, so that was his connection to the Prophet ﷺ. And Imam Ahmad is known as the Imam of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Look at his attitude though. What is the question? I want to know the best way of coming closer to Allah. So if we were to relate that to your average grading scale and your average class these days, he wasn't asking, how can I pass the class? He was asking, how can I get that A+, plus? how can I get the best possible grade? Because that was his concern. I want to be from the sabiqun. I want to be at the forefront doing as much good as I can. And the response was in connection with reading the Qur'an, reciting the Qur'an, whatever whatever is easy for someone. فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ Someone may have a significant leaning towards listening to the Qur'an because they may be an audible learner. That's valid too. Someone else may be a more visual learner, so they prefer to actually look at the Mus'haf, to look at the Qur'an and to read it that way. Someone else, they may they may have a preference of maybe, and you can find all kinds of beneficial things on YouTube aside from a bunch of other stuff. It's amazing, you have some some surahs or some ajzat recited, and then sometimes you have pictures and images in connection with the meaning. Sometimes it's just a beautiful picture or beautiful scenery. For some people, that visual stimulation helps them with their connection with the Qur'an. And from an educational standpoint, some people are more audible learners, some are more visual, and some rely more on touching and feeling. So for some people, touching a mushaf is more significant to them than seeing it or listening to it because that's their methodology of learning. Everyone is different. But at the end of the day, the main concept is to connect with the Qur'an with the intention of this being a fast track, so to speak, of coming closer to our Lord, coming closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. And then look at the follow-up question, with understanding or without understanding. And Allah validated both, with understanding or without understanding. Now imagine if there was also understanding on top of that, Kitabun Anzanahu Ilaika Mubarakun, Liyadabaru Ayatihi Waliya Tadakara Ulul Albab. 
Allah does emphasize the value of tadabbur, of deeply reflecting over the Qur'an in connection with the very reason why it was revealed. It's a quality of the Qur'an for it to be mubarak, for it to be absolutely blessed in every way. The reason why Allah sent this blessed book is for us to reflect on it, to spend that. So the fast track is reading, reciting the Qur'an with or without understanding. But imagine if on top of that there was this connection with wanting to understand more, that's definitely going to have more more flavor to it, more value to it for that person in their journey, in their relationship with the Book of Allah. Why do I, why do I want to emphasize this now specifically? Because as we're approaching the days, the weeks, and the months of summer, a lot of the time, a lot of our kids, a lot of our youth have a lot of free time on their hands. One of the best things that parents can do, of course, you you know, every age is different, but the general concept that I want to encourage is for parents to have some general, realistic, easy, practical Qur'an plan, but with consistency with their kids, and then set some kind of goal at the end of that. That if you do this, then this is going to be the prize that I am promising that I'm going to get you. If you do this, then this is going to be the reward at the end of that line. And the reality is, Eventually, over time, as our kids, as our youth get older and older and older, they may really, really want that toy or that game or that thing, whatever it may be, and that's good. That's good to be motivated in that way. But then 10, 15 years later, they're going to look back and say, you know what, I was really motivated for that thing, and that's appreciated. That toy came and went, as they do, but that surah still remains with me until now. I still have those memories until now. That you know, was a spark for my relationship with the Qur'an, which has continued to grow until now. So it's like a starter, you know, to get someone in the door to check out the restaurant, but then the idea is, over time, for them to come back time and time and time again. We ask Allah to make us, and especially our kids and our youth people of Qur'an, we ask Allah to help us to connect with it and to try to understand it as best we can and to practice it as best we can. Amni Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Azzati Amma Yasifun. Wa salamun al-Mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.